0: to Creative City, the podcast that lets you listen in on my conversations with some of Cincinnati's most innovative and creative minds. For more information and to listen to previous episodes, please visit www.creativecitypodcast.com. Sign up for the newsletter for the latest updates and be sure to listen, rate, and review on iTunes. Now let's get to it. Welcome back to the Creative City Podcast. I'm your host, Tamia Stinson from thestylesample.com. And today I have in the studio with me somebody who actually knows what's supposed to happen in a studio, <laughs> which is not what's happening today, but that's okay. We're going to get through this. Today, mm-hmm. I'm talking to music producer Kick Lee. Yes. Hey, Kick. Is. how you doing? I'm
1: pretty good. How you doing? Today?
0: <laughs> Thanks for coming down and attempting to show me how all these electronic bells and whistles and buttons nah, and knobs and pleasure. stuff work. Exactly. We'll figure it out. I'm going to get it together one day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like I said, you are a music producer. Correct.
1: Correct.
0: How exactly did you get into doing that?
1: Uh, so, long story long story but I'll try to long story short yeah I'll try to compress <laughs> the conditions as much as I can Um, pretty much it was just by sheer accident I want to say um, you know how many
0: people want to be so, okay so this is what upsets me <laughs> okay sorry I'm gonna go off on a little bit of a tangent go ahead do your think? But sometimes I hear, I was just listening to a podcast about this woman named Natalie Juice, who's Mm -hmm. like a fashion editor, et cetera, et cetera. And she's like, yeah, I just kind of fell into it. And there are so many people who would give their left pinky toe to do music production and you're just like, oh, you know, I just kind of happened by accident and kind of fell into it, you know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I just wanted to get that off my chest. Go on, Anything please. Anything else on your chest? I'm, there will, something else you will come up, I chest. promise you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it really did happen by accident. Um, I was more into graphic design okay. and just learning communication design. That's what mm-hmm. I went to school for originally. And I just was not into the corporate realm as I grew and started to learn about just how the design room works. And I was just like, you know what? I don't like this corporate stuff. I don't. It was I, too structured was or just, rigid? Or? It was just too structured. They didn't allow you, from my perspective, I didn't feel like they allowed you enough to just be creative got it. from all aspects. Like, there's just a certain way to do it, and it's going to be done this way. Yeah. And you're just like, but there's more ways to do this. Like, nope, this is how we want it in the <laughs> store. And you're just like, all right, I got your uh-huh, story. I uh-huh. got your story. Okay. But. Um, one day, you know, literally, like, I kind of already grew up listening to music. Like, I'm really into, like, electro, dance, pop, EDM type of stuff because I, more than just being in love with music, I'm in love with sound. So I was always uh, looking for different, yeah. different uh, ways of creating sound and hearing sounds. Like, if I hear a dance song, I'm hearing things that most people wouldn't pick up on.
0: No, you're hearing all the different yeah. little bits and pieces yeah. that comprise the and dance And I love that
1: there was more, um, it, the music wasn't repetitive. Like, sometimes it can be repetitive.
0: I was about to say, no, sometimes. you're telling me EDM no, no, is no. not repetitive. Don't get me wrong. Okay. Sometimes
1: it can be repetitive. Or excuse me. A lot of times it can be repetitive. <laughs> but it let me know that there was more than just rap and R&B got it. and things like that. And as I grew, I really just was like, you know what? I want to make this a career because I got one gig one time. And like my first check was like ten grand, and I was just like, I can make that's enough to do this, (laughs) right? Just this few little these few little tracks.
0: What what kind of gig was this, and how can I be on board?
1: This was something a while back. um, It was Sony; they were just looking for like beats to just kind of play around with. Yeah, and you know, at the time, I didn't know the legal stuff behind all that. You know, I'm just like, oh, a check and where those beats are what they're doing with them i have no clue (laughs) yeah you know i think back more about him like dang, i was pretty naive but at the same time it was an eye-opener for me like you can make this type of money yeah the possibilities yeah but you got to learn the business you know side of things always important i just started growing and just really trying to find what more was out there with just music and sound Kind of how more so happened, and you experimented.
0: You went mm-hmm. to school. Yeah, I went to right? Full Sail University
1: yeah. uh, for music production and graduated with a bachelor's degree. And honestly, going to Full Sail was the best thing. One of the best things I could ever do. I was going to ask
0: if you thought that was very uh, helpful
1: for me. I, you know, before I attended. This is the story about that. Okay. Uh, I was at Elements. And right. And Elements actually, you know, it's a hip-hop... It's more sort of urban youth art center. Mm-hmm. We used to say hip-hop, but now we've transitioned to more of an urban youth art center. That just helps in the five elements of just hip-hop, but just in music and spoken word and things like that.
0: If you want to learn more about Elements, please listen to the podcast that I did with those people. I will put that in the description box. Okay, go on. Nice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, I did that, and... um pretty much as I as I was at Elements I was like you know what I want to further my education and know how how to really do music Elements at the time could only teach you so much right so I was like, I'm gonna go to full sale. So there was a $75 application fee.
0: Wow. I was like,
1: ah, that's all I actually have yeah. is $75. Scrap that together.
0: And I didn't
1: you had to use a credit or debit card. I didn't have neither at the time. I'm just like, how am I gonna apply for this? And they are like, yes, yeah, sorry, well, you, you know, can send us a check. I was like, I don't even have that. I don't have checks either. Right. <laughs> so I asked um um our program director at Elements. It's like, hey, I have I'm trying to go to full sale. I'm trying to go to college here. Mm-hmm. I have $75. This is how much it costs. Would you mind taking the cash and then using a the card if you got one to just pay for it? And he said, yeah, give me a minute. Let me think about it see if it's okay because they're going to use Elements. Uh, oh, okay, card. right. And they were like, yeah, let me see if it's okay. Sure enough, they, they said it was okay. They approved it. And they gave me a full cell Gives you a call and interviews. Gives you an interview and over the phone and says, hey, you know, why do you want to be here? What do you do? What are your hopes and dreams and goals? And... few days later, I got an email saying I got accepted. Nice. And it was hard at first because literally they crammed four years into two years. Um, And it's just a lie. You have to be very on it. Your assignments are due. You have a week to finish your assignments, and it's due at 11.59. (laughs) And (laughs) that Sunday morning is just ridiculous. So it was like so much. And I'm like, I'm freaking out. But I, I ultimately ended up getting it together so it worked out
0: that it sounds really out. cool i've heard of full sale before i remember years ago when they first started i would always hear mm-hmm. commercials for them i think probably on different podcasts yeah, that i would listen yeah. to
1: i suggest anyone like you know a lot of people would say oh don't go to full sale it's expensive which it is it's very expensive it's like well apparently if they
0: send you a macbook and yeah you can't. it's
1: like fifteen grand a year and Good Lord. plus maybe more especially out of state but it's like you do that but for me, I really I'm big on networking, getting to know people. I like people. Yeah. I don't care where you're from. Like as soon as we meet, I automatically trust you. I'm reading you, but I trust you. Mm-hmm. Because you haven't done anything for me towards me for me not to trust you. Got it. Just because you did something wrong with someone else or someone else doesn't agree with you, that does not impact my judgment. You give people the benefit yeah, of the I doubt. Yeah, I get the benefit of the doubt. Even if it's somebody that I really trust that tells, like, don't work with this person. <laughs> I'll heed that a lot more versus someone I don't know. But I just like people, and I want to give people a chance. You know, it's the fact that we give people a chance. Now, if they screw up, they screw up. You know, you learn from that. Mm -hmm. That's the reason mistakes are there. You're supposed to learn from them. But, yeah, Full sale actually really empower me and encourage me to just do more especially you know as an African American a black guy a black man you know mm-hmm. to be like oh the brother out here doing some moves like woo woo like yeah. get it done. like I'm just saying doing music doing music and I love it I love it because you know in the industry I'm a, I'm a I'm a I'm a black male who's very diverse. If you come to me and say, I would like a bluegrass song, I can make you a bluegrass song. Uh-huh. If you come to me and say, I want country, I can make you a country song. You want whatever else it is, EDM, pop, um, just R&B, I can do that. So that's what makes me unique in my field. Got it. You know, and again, not just being a black male, but just being a producer in general, because there's not a lot of us who can touch those various All those different genres. genres. Mm-hmm. Oh man, there's so many. So many new ones are being made about every year. I know, which is
0: fascinating that now that you say that, because I hadn't thought about it in that context. mm -hmm. But do you think that has been brought on by by digital? Is that why all these new different things are being created? Yeah,
1: and then it's it's more so this newer generation that's coming up is they're more open, they're more exposed, and they're more willing to just get out there and try something new versus, you know, a lot of us, to be honest, like we were more so get out there and try something new, but now you got the internet. It's so open source. Anything and everything is around. And if you have a question you're worried about something, just go to Google, YouTube University. Like, (laughs) they'll find the answer. I know. It's
0: kind of dangerous sometimes. I'm like, I don't know how to do anything, but I can Google it. Yeah,
1: you can literally learn how to do I can watch a YouTube tutorial. Figure it out. That's why I call it YouTube University. (laughs) So, but yeah, you know.
0: Tell me a little bit about your um, your actual process because I know nothing about music. Although I did experiment, I just got a new phone. Hey, okay. Uh, so and GarageBand was on there, so mm-hmm. I was like playing around with some of yeah. the different. You can make beats, and I kind of like making beats, which I did not know. <laughs> well, my process, process. My
1: process is a little different. Um, I'm kind of sporadic, I should say. There's no set process for me. It's more so if you come to me as a client. The first thing I do is figure out, okay, who are you? What do you want to do? Where do you want to be? You know, what are you trying to communicate? Is this a hobby or is this actually something you're trying to pursue as a career? It's like a creative brief, basically. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. in design. Yeah, yeah. correct. Uh-huh. And once we figure that out, I sit down and then I say, okay, well, let's, let's create something from scratch. And we'll start to play with sounds. We'll start to play with the different <gasps> snares and claps. We like, for me, when you sit down and make production with me, we're not just going to sit there. I'm just going to be like, boo, 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 we're done. Yeah. We're going to go through as many sounds as we can. To where we find your sound. Okay, that does sound
0: fun playing with sounds. Exactly,
1: you're playing with sound, oh, not I like just that. music. You're playing with sound. Uh huh. Okay. And I pretty much like just I'll be I hit the hit the down arrow, keep going until they hear <laughs> one. They're like, I like that one. Mm-hmm. We'll take that one. I put it in a folder. I keep it. So I organize everyone's sounds. That way, I take what we have and then construct it into something. That way, we know. Whatever we create is unique to you. Okay, got it. Because the big thing I had, I struggled with, was I was, we would get sound kits. So, say, um, who can I, Kanye West would have a sound kit of all the samples you hear in his music. And I used to be, I did not want to share those. Because I'd be like, if I share this, they're going to try to sound like, I'm going to sound the same. I don't want to do that. Yeah. But as I grew, got more intelligent, I realized, no matter who you share this stuff with, no one will have your sound. Right. Because that's your sound. hmm and I tell anyone though I don't actually have a sound. I'm just very diverse in sound, so that's what makes me unique. People are like, "What? Like really? Let me hear something." But yeah, I pretty much sit down with you and we go through your sounds, and then we start to create a track. And as we create the production side of it, uh, most people usually already have their lyrics written. Okay. But a lot more people actually just come in with nothing. They want they want something to be inspired by
0: by the actual yeah, sound. The yeah, the sound, mm-hmm.
1: and then create lyrics to the production
0: that's what i would do if i knew how to do Mm -hmm. any of this at all which i don't but go on
1: yeah but that's pretty much what i do um i just create that and then we make it into a song and then i actually explore other options i was like okay here's your options you have this song we can create it mix it master it be perfect done and you put it out to sale or we can take this you put it out to sale we can license this in a film a tv show Commercial. See
0: that was another Dance. thing I wanted to ask you about because I ran into you a couple of months or something ago, mm-hmm. and you yeah. were you said you were working on licensing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now tell me a little bit more about that because that sounds like that's where the money is.
1: So it really is. <laughs> um, again, in music, I wanted I wanted to find more ways to make money, but also still be in love with what I do. And licensing music is pretty much it's like licensing any type of content. So this mic, for instance, that we're using, someone actually has a patent and is licensing this out right. to be used for this design. Uh-huh. You know, it's the same method with songs. So we take a song and, um, say, HP comes to us and says, hey, we like this track. We've got to add. we got a uh, whole promotional campaign coming on, but we need some production or music to go with the visuals. Do you have anything? And we're like, yeah, we do. <laughs> so a lot of the times, big com- companies like that was like, well, we would like to exclusively license this song from you. So we'll pay you about, sometimes the minimum I've seen is maybe 500 Uh-huh. Or they'll be like, we'll give you $2,000. And depending on how big the campaign is, they'll do royalty back in Okay, that's what
0: I was wondering. So you'll get an
1: upfront payment, and then they'll just give you back-end money as the commercials keep going. Because they they'll start monetizing it on like YouTube and different things. And that's how you make other money. That's how you make more income. And that's
0: equity. passive income after a certain yeah, point mm-hmm. because you've already created the product. Correct, correct. After that, now, it's just money rolling in. You still in.
1: own that music. You still, own, you still the music. own the rights to it? That's why exclusive licensing means they exclusively can use that track. Mm-hmm. And then there's non-exclusive, meaning they can use it, but so can a bunch of others at the same
0: time. Oh,
1: okay. So that's how that works. Now a lot of people, and I'll be honest, I'm kind of one of those who tries <laughs> to shoot for both. Like, well, yeah, yeah, why
0: not? Yeah, I'm
1: like, I'm like, hey, you know, if you want to, for instance, like say if I have one track that's non-exclusive, and a person, people come in and say a hundred people come in and pay me twenty bucks to license this one track out, and they use it. I mean, that's pretty much two grand hmm. that I just made. Mm-hmm. That's a hundred people, right? So you know, you do the math there, but. Sometimes that's cool, but then there's a big payouts that people want. Like there are ad agencies who pay you fifteen thousand dollars, twenty thousand dollars. They'll they'll cash you out, right? You know, but it just has to be crisp quality.
0: So that's what they're looking for. Is yeah. I mean, obviously the sound,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but the quality.
1: They look for the quality. They look for the presentation, and they also look for that feeling emotion. Uh huh. Like uh-huh. me, I tell anyone, I don't just make music. I don't just create sound. I help create and stimulate emotion. Like that's what I love to do.
0: That's cool, because I was actually listening to one of your tracks. Uh, maybe it was yesterday.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Some, Black Panther? Yes. Something with Black Panther? Yep. And it felt very, and I don't know if this was suggestive because of the title, but it mm-hmm. felt very uh, stealth.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I used it, because it's, it's, it's straight up sound. So I used it when I was working on something that I needed to focus on.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So just FYI, for anybody listening, if you need some focus music it also works for that. It
1: works. It works.
0: And I was wondering, I was like, so is there like a, a library or something that you go to? Like, I need a stealthy sound. Or is that something that people with talent can just kind of come up with off, off the top of their it's heads? Not a lot
1: of the times we can come up, come up with it off the top of our heads. Um, for me, I actually go look for inspiration. Hmm. So I actually, you know, keywords are very helpful. I'll <laughs> okay. you know, type in stealth music uh-huh. and I'll listen to it and I'm like, OK, you know, because sometimes kind of getting in the yeah, mood. But it's more so I know how to create a stealth song or um, a big epic song, but it's like, what other ways can you make this epic? Right. So I'm always looking for different sounds and transitions that inspire me. And I'll just be like, I like this. I'll try to create something near that. Not copy it, but Mm -hmm. just kind of create something like it. And then, boom. You know, usually when I'm in my own creative process, I used to be be cocky and be all like, yeah, I can make a track in like two, three minutes, man. Five minutes. (laughs) Which still, to this day, I really can. Okay. But as I became more professional, I realized you can't say that. Why? In the industry, people people like that you can come up with something fast, but they respect you more when you take your time.
0: Uh Uh-huh. So if I say... I feel like you put more work into it? Right.
1: Now, if I say... If I change it up and say, oh, yeah, it took me about two two to five minutes to make this, but mixing it, constructing it, and putting it together took me about a week because I wanted to make sure the sounds were what they were, the elements were what they were, and this is exactly what I wanted to do. Right. So that's usually how I do
0: it. Okay. Yeah. That's really interesting. It sounds a lot like, actually, it sounds a lot like a lot of other creative yeah, processes, mm-hmm. uh, which is really cool to know. Is there a particular type of project that you like working on?
1: Let's see. You have
0: any favorites?
1: That's the thing with me and favorites. I don't fully have favorites. I don't even I have like favorite ice cream, stuff like that. But music, my content, I don't have a favorite, but they are my children. They I consider them my kids. I they are precious to me. Mm-hmm. You know, it's sad that we're selling off our kids sometimes. Well,
0: but you're yeah. sending them to a, a, a better home. A better maybe. home maybe. Yeah. yeah.
1: But, you know, with that stuff, it's it's really just I love all of it because as I create new content and more and more content, it just lets me know like, wow, like I created this. You know, I'll see people come to me and be like, I don't even know to do that and I do the same thing and vice versa with something like medical I don't know nothing medical Mm-mm. you know I know certain things but I don't know like oh what's, what does this device do I don't know nothing about that realm how was it made you're just like I don't know but you know when people when I see people listen to my content and their le- face lights up and they be like wow you created this and I'm like wow this sounds like something out of something it makes me smile that so I don't, cool. I don't really have a particular favorite project or song or production but I do have some that do inspire me. And the most, con- the content that really inspires me the most, though, actually, is um, work I've done at Elements. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Because... Is it because you're
0: working with young people?
1: Correct. Yeah. Yep. I love that. Yep. You know, I didn't have that, I didn't have those people next to me to really guide me and help me the way that, you know, the youth now have it. You know, it's we're all over the place. We inspire them, and now they have more resources and more contacts and more connections to excel and do what they do so it really makes me happy you know
0: yeah that sounds cool is there anything that you're particularly excited about i know we were talking a little earlier
1: about this studio oh yeah
0: Uh baby i'm excited
1: (laughs) about my um i am very excited about ko studios okay Um, ko
0: studios um, got it um
1: yes it is kickly but you know i have friends when i first started to say you know, you should you should turn that KL Studios. You know, say just Kick Lee Studios. And I felt first I thought about it, but I really wasn't for that. I said, you know, I don't. I, I feel like that's rubbing that in people's faces. Like
0: you didn't want your my, name I, on it.
1: I, my name's already in it. It's just abbreviated KL. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Plus KL seems more professional. Got it. it. Seems more approachable versus saying Kick Lee. It's as if I'm trying to own everything myself. This entire brand is more than me. You know, this entire brand is really. Just helping my community and helping those outside of my community. Because if you can't help at home, you can't help anywhere else, yeah, in yeah. my opinion.
0: Start at home and yes. then work your way out. Exactly.
1: Mm-hmm. So the studio, we're pretty much, you know, we're not going to be just a regular studio in the city. We're going to be a recording studio and production studio where you can come in and you can be you. You can create. But not do you just come in, create, and we call it a day. You come in, create, and we build and work together. So to where it's helping both of us, the whole company, myself. Others who've worked on your project within the brand. You would work on
0: things like licensing yes. and distribution and yeah. that sort of thing? We
1: would help bring in our resources that we already have. And if they have their own, we would find a way to make them align. And then we make your project into something more than just what it is. Okay. You know, we want to help you be you, not help you mimic someone else or help yeah. them bite off of you. We want you to be you. And that's our goal is to literally just help, empower, you know, create more opportunities and just... Create more awareness that there is so much more you can do with music. There's so much more than just music. There's sound. So.
0: That sounds really cool. Now, could people like me who don't know what they're doing come in and work on a track? Correct. Okay. Well, now, see, that's what i mentioned. Yeah,
1: Yeah. I mean, that's the purpose of, you know, that is actually the true purpose of recording studios and music producers. Back in the day, usually the music producer is the one who pays for your time. The music producer is usually the one who manages all of your content. That is their job. We technically were the managers.
0: Oh, I did not realize that.
1: Yes, that's the root of music. Like You can look it up in Wikipedia. It tells you that, too. We're the ones who are your managers. We are your boss. We are the ones who are, whose job it is to create your content but make it your sound. Huh. We're the ones who are supposed to help you shop it to record labels and get it out there.
0: Oh, ah, okay. That was our job. Okay. We
1: are the producers. You know, we produce you, not just production. We are your producers. Hmm. So, yeah, that's how that operates.
0: Okay, so I'm about to have a manager pretty soon here. i ah! uh, about to have a uh, get my producer, get my manager ready for my mix top to drop, my mix tape to drop. Uh, mix look at ta- that. Mix drop. Mix, mix drop, drop the tape. Yeah, we're gonna mix drop the tape.
1: What? <laughs> you buy my mix drop. I take anything you got. <laughs> you take my mix tape. Cool. So, one of the things
0: that I've been doing lately is trying to appreciate little, little moments mm-hmm. in life that bring me some piece of joy. Okay. Uh, and the other day I was with one of my friend's little girls. She's three, Mm -hmm. two and a half, three. I don't know. I get confused when people start talking about months. I don't know what months target. Tell me in years. I don't know the months. I can't do that edition. I
1: totally understand.
0: But we were practicing her ABCs and I was like, you know, there was another, there's another song that sounds like the ABCs, Mm -hmm. Twinkle, Twinkle Little Star, which I must say was the first song that I remember hearing it. As a like super young child and being like, "This is my jam yep. they're talking about stars i 've always liked you know celestial bodies and things like that mm-hmm. and we were singing that song together, like I basically taught her that song right. and wow. sort of harkening back to how I felt when I first heard it and how she was singing along with me and of course you know I had to add some like Mariah Carey riffs to it mm-hmm. going all up and down the scales it Meeting was it was okay. hot it was hot okay. not going to lie <laughs> but sharing that with my good friends mm-hmm. little girl felt like passing something on to the next generation even if it's something as basic as a song like twinkle twinkle little star i dig that so that was a cool moment for me and i felt like uh, that kind of related, since we've been talking about music. Yeah. <laughs> Have you had any moments, large or small, building a studio, making beats with your family, whatever, that brought mm-hmm. you some piece of joy?
1: Really what's bringing me the most piece of joy is actually being a parent. Yeah. You know, my son's eight, he's be nine in May, and that's my piece of joy. He's, he's really just been a huge inspiration in general with everything that I do, because I realize, you know, I'm one of those, I, I, I try to figure out a term for it, but I'm a big fan of Batman. Batman's my favorite superhero. Got it. Though he's not really a superhero, he's just a visual He's just angie. rich. He's just rich and very <laughs> smart. Yeah. But I like Batman's, you know, storyline because his parents, you know, they, they uh, owned a corporation, a company, and, you know, sadly in the comics, they got killed. But they set themselves up and positioned themselves to where if something happened to them, the child had something left. Hmm. To where they wouldn't be starving, he wouldn't starve, he wouldn't be left alone. He had something for him to grow off of. And that's what I want to leave my son something to where he can grow off of and be his own. You know, even if he doesn't even touch music, that's cool. At least you have something that will help fuel you. But I still want him to learn the morals and values of having a job, and working, <laughs> and getting your own car uh, your own place. You got to learn like that. Like
0: most good parents, yeah, yeah that was a, I mean, that's on the list.
1: It's like, shoot, you ain't, you, know, you. have a certain GPA, you, if you're below what I say you got to have in our wheel or whatever, you ain't getting no check. Oh, man. Nope. You rough. Yeah, I'm rough. You got to earn it. <laughs> I ain't going to be that rough, though. Like, you know what I'm saying? I need, I need proof. The world needs more proof that you're doing what you're doing and trying to do your best to be who you can be, we know you can be. So I want him to just still have those morals too. That's great. That's mm-hmm. great. I think most good parents think
0: that way. That's awesome. Oh yeah. So where can people go to find out more about you, both in the real world and online?
1: Um, I mean, honestly, all you gotta do is get on Google. I'm sad. I Back say to this. Google, and you just type in producer space kick space Lee. And all of my links to everything is all seo to where you'll be able to find me anywhere. And I'm heavily active. Now, if you try to reach out to me on my actual Facebook page, you're going (laughs) to (laughs) struggle. But if you you shoot me a tweet, um, send me an email with a lot of X's in it.
0: (laughs) Yes, I learned that the hard (laughs) way. Learned
1: that the hard way. I'll, I'll eventually be able to reach out to you. But a lot of my stuff's up there to where you can listen and just like I have a story I was at the Cincy Storytellers event um, actually it was a Cincinnati Storytellers event for the Enquirer USA Today yep and I have a link on there where you can listen to my, a portion of my story I call it a summary because it was based off a theme I, what is your biggest mistake mm-hmm. And it was just like, you know, that was only half of it. <laughs> I'm all right. I'm <laughs> the working. mistake
0: was bigger than yeah, that? Y'all,
1: No, it wasn't the mistake. It's just my life in okay, general. Okay, yeah. You know, um, oh, yeah, that's just a little piece yeah, of Yeah, it. it's like literally I'm actually working on a book, you know. Oh, that's cool. But I don't want people to know that oh, whoops. the book. No, no, people can know about the book, but they won't know that the book is by me. Because oh. there's a lot of things growing up that I went through and that I was a part of and that I saw that I really would not want people to know that. Either I was a part of that, or I saw that. Hmm. You know, nothing that I would say that I'm at fault for. None of that. But it's more so just the things that I witnessed. You know, interesting. Some people don't know that I witnessed that. Right. And, you know, I would hate for someone to come like, oh, he saw that. <sighs> you know, you that. <laughs> okay, got it. Right, got it. But you know, that's just the life I lived. Just traveling, hitchhiking, stole away so many Greyhounds and buses. <laughs> <laughs> it was wild. I loved it. I loved it. I, I want to read this book.
0: Now, okay, we once we get a release date, yeah, you a, just I'm let me know. J.K.
1: Rowling. Okay, yeah, that's I what I was wondering. Was yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you ain't going to know it ain't no K.L. No K- <laughs> it's <laughs> not going to be abbreviated. I read none of that. Okay. No, you won't know. We won't know. So, Google. But we're going to find
0: it. Yeah, the Google will tell us. Oh, the Google will maybe. It's probably sort of kind of tell you. Yeah, for sure. Yes. It always does. And if you want to find out more about the Creative City Podcast, head to creativecitypodcast.com for previous episodes and sign up for the newsletter to stay posted. If you want to follow me, I am the Style Sample on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. And you can find us back here next week. Thanks for being on the show, Kate. Next time.